Roach, Roach Coach. Podcast. Hot all day. Every is the Roach Coach. Podcast. All day. All day. Every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you, back for another episode of Roach Coach, creating this new metal canon one album at a time. This week, it's all about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? And that's right. We're going to go over your feedback, your recommendations, new news, so much more. Matt, but before we do that, yeah, before we do that, Matt, we just have to address the. Uh, I was going to say the elephant in the room, but you said it before we got a mic. The frog in the room, which is the in frog in the room, your throat. That is correct. Uh, listen to that rumble, <laughs> rumble. I will be doing my best in either trying to go into a higher register or into a lower register. Mm. Oh, God, fuck me. Ooh, <laughs> that's the that's the one. Definitely. Uh, yeah, please go with the Buffalo Bill one. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's yeah. The- I've seen her. Uh. <laughs> yeah, th- that's the way we want to talk about the upcoming. Uh, you know, so much stuff that we're going to talk about today. Uh, to start off, let's start off super heavy, Matt. I want to talk about okay. something that is near and dear to me and important, and I think is ultimately important to anybody who listens to the show and cares about music and cares about music criticism. And that is what happened to Pitchfork dot yep. com last week. Crazy gutted. By Condi Nast, the sons of bitches. They went and they fired just about everybody. It's a skeleton yep. crew. It's basically just a masthead now. It's disgusting. And I've seen a lot of people say those guys were a bunch of uh, elitists. Those guys didn't give respect to blank genre, what have you. But listen, they were out there doing full-throated music reviews five, six days a week, seven days a week, seven days a week, giving you re- thoughtful criticism. And they were the only game in town, which is crazy. When they started, Matt, everybody was doing mm-hmm. album reviews. Now, to find an album review, you got to hunt high and low, my friend, to find considered, thoughtful takes on music, on culture. It's tough. And I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm somebody who's been reading Pitchfork since 2002, 2001. I mean, I probably read it Ooh. every, I've probably been reading it every day. For the last 20 plus years, in some capacity, even if it's just a skim, just to see what's up. Reading it, and do I agree with them all the time? Absolutely not. I don't know. But they're out there, they're doing the work, which is what you want. And if you're someone who cares about actually thinking about the music beyond like the song's good, the song's bad, it, it's important. And Pitchfork was the last bastion. You know, it, right now it's, 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 it's slim pickings, as it were. You got Stereo Gum, you got a few yep. others out there, but it's tough. And uh, I was disheartened by this. The only reason they did it was to break the union. Those motherfuckers. So. Really? Yeah. That was it? Oh, absolutely. That's the only reason they would do this is to break the union. They fired the union head back in uh, 2020. And uh, yeah, there's no reason. Because they've already come out and said that that of all of the Condé Nast online uh, properties, Vanity Fair, New Yorker. GQ. GQ. Pitchfork's traffic was the highest. Why would you gut the one that has the highest traffic? Because it's honest. Here's the thing. You go to the Pitchfork website, pretty easy to use interface, pretty easy to use search situation. GQ, Vanity Fair, Vanity Fair's website, I'd rather go to hell. 
I'd rather go to hell than deal with that navigation. They will have articles, and I will go, you know what? Kill me instead. It's The rampant too. stupidity on this is overwhelming. Because the other part of it is that Condé Nast basically decided to make Pitchfork a landing page for their own advertisements. Like, oh, you know what I really want to hear? I want to read the Hotline TNT uh, album review and also book my getaway on a Norwegian cruise. Like, the advertising was gonzo stupid that they couldn't, I don't know, make partnerships with streaming services that linked memberships that were gained out of Pitchfork linking to other people. It's like, it was all right there. It was all right there in front of them. But instead, they're like, nah, forget it. And I think the biggest blow to me is album reviews aside because they are their own piece of time. Mm -hmm. The actual journalistic articles that they wrote, the deep dives, the interviews, the the pieces that kind of are the connective tissue for, you know, like when we go in and we look for an album, we look for a source like Pitchfork to see what they have said and or did they have an interview with the producer who talked about this. Yeah. Like with that gone, especially for a lot of indie artists and our, you know, we have entered a weird age of indie artists where like 80% of artists are indie artists. Yeah. You know, like there's so much more indie music, new music, underground music coming out. And it wasn't like Pitchfork was ringing the bell for all of them, but at least it was a pretty safe haven Mm -hmm. for new, I would say non-conforming artists to come forward. And whether you like the music or not, it's kind of besides the point. It's like, Mm -hmm. it was a place where it could be. Mm-hmm. And now with that gone, I, I, it's a it's going to be a pretty big void. Yeah. And I was listening to some uh, conversation about it today. And one of the things they were talking about was like queer and LGBTQ artists that although they weren't the biggest part of their market, it was still a place that people could go to find out about artists in those genres. And it's like, I don't know. It's just I'm bummed out. Yeah. that it's a bummer like, really is i mean i think of so many albums that that they told me about that i wouldn't have known about otherwise or really kind of because of the way they scored them put them on my radar and you know even with stuff that they that i liked that they panned it really kind of made me uh, i always think of it as like if someone attacks something that you love and you can't think of like a good defense of it that's on you, bro. But if they go yeah. after something that you love and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I understand what that is. It's it's kind of that thing of a lot of the time when we hear about certain critiques of stuff we do on here and we're like, guys, it's a feature, not a bug. You know what I mean? Like these right. are the things you want. Yeah. And but but being able to like read that type of stuff to and and hear that other point of view and see how it either strengthens yours or makes you reassess why you like or dislike something. That's what it's all about, expanding the mind. That's where I wanted to go back to, Matt. The mind, expansion. It's all it's all about. Okay. And if you don't have the writing, you don't have the journalism, you don't have the work being put in by these people, you got, right. you got nothing. So well, then you got you've got hearsay and you've got conspiracy. You've got mm-hmm. my or, or you just got opinion. And opinion is great, mm-hmm. but it isn't everything. Right. Yeah. Or I mean, I didn't know we were gonna go heady and full in on journalism, but it's like 
it's just another resource. It's mm-hmm. just another place that isn't going to be there anymore. Yeah. And it isn't like Rolling Stone is doing like, oh, let's talk about parquet courts for the last 10 years. You know, like that's not happening. Right. Well, the other not thing. Not that anybody's begging for that piece, but no like, one, no one needs that. Right. Rolling Stone also has removed star ratings from their reviews. They're not even putting the numbers on it anymore. So it's basically like an Entertainment Weekly review where it's just like. Well, Entertainment Weekly, to their credit. Are they, they still C plusing? They still had the letter grades. They had some letter grades on there. Although, does but a lot of those reviews enter- always felt like an afterthought because oh. I'm coming to Entertainment Weekly to see the, you know, and this right. is how old, long it's been since I've read Entertainment Weekly. I'm like, right. I want to see the new screenshots from the new John Woo movie. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's when I'm going to <laughs> that's Entertainment why Weekly. That's why you're there. Absolutely. Yeah. I so, need to see the Burly Brawl in a magazine. That's why I'm going to entertainment. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for repping the Burly oh, Brawl. these joints, the puffs of dust are Thank coming you. off of uh, I just want to yeah, say- These withered hands. <laughs> the one thing I did take as a closing thought on this whole Pitchfork thing, though, is that the movie uh, The Devil Wears Prada, which I feel like ultimately now should be viewed as uh, CEO propaganda- because mm-hmm. it basically tries to make the shitty bossness of, let's be frank, Anna Wintour stand in here, uh, seem like ultimately a good thing. And it was never a good thing. It was always a bad thing. And based on everything that I've learned about this situation, how Anna Wintour handled it, I think that Anna Wintour is a shithead and should just go away. I just put it out there. Honestly, may have contributed nothing of quality based off of all this and really uh, might just be a bad person. There you go. All righty. That's... What am I supposed to do with that? Nothing, Matt. I'm just ranting, baby. I'm just ranting. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, let's 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 rewind the rant train for just a moment here. Uh-huh. Because, like, I don't know anything about Anna Wintour. And in fact, the only thing that I know is that it was really her partner at the magazine who came up with, like, 90% of the covers... That have actually had significance, right? Like, yeah, I Wintour mean, just sits there, like, listen, listen. These, the, we could get into a whole CEO conversation. All right, dude, they I'm ain't just doing, saying, they ain't yeah. doing shit. All right, but you know who's doing shit, Matt? And this is the perfect segue, baby. Oh, what a segue! That's right. You know who's doing shit? Ooh. Alien Ant Farm, baby. They're back. Oh, are they? Are they for real, Matt? Alien Ant Farm is back. Twenty twenty four. New metal still returning, still resurging, and still Alien, back. And Alien Ant Farm made a grand return. We got many messages about it. I want to thank everyone who messaged us about it. The one that I screen capped was from Dave Bramley, who said, <laughs> "The band that lives in the dead center of the new metal slash this album is going to make me cut my dick off." Venn diagram is officially back, Dave. Thank you so much. You're the uh, Roach Coach Caption of the Week. New feature I just Caption made Caption of the Week. Yeah. And so Alien Ant Farm, they have a new album coming out. It's called Mantras. See of course it is. Yes. And I believe it comes out in April. Don't quote me on that. I'm not looking it up because I didn't put it in my notes. But I do know, and I did put this in my notes, that they have a new single, and it is called So Cold.
Sucks, right? This is not good. No, um, <laughs> farm, not great. But you know what? That's okay. All right, because I thought about this and I was thinking about this, Matt. Everybody's trying their best. Okay, right. And as much as this song is not good, I'm glad that Alien Ant Farm is back because when you go to see them, they're gonna knock this one out early. Okay. Oh yeah, big and time. And then it's hits time, baby. It's movies time. It's movie Dude, criminal time. It's I love time. movies. I want to hear movies right now. We're not right. going to play it. We're not going to. But but I want I want to hear movies right now. Exactly. Great and, song. And listen, these guys are, they want to put food in their families, okay? Gotta. Gotta. And, and I want to say that we bring this up a lot about having, you know, things you have to do to put food in your family. And I want to say that Alien Ant Farm may be doing more than anybody, okay? And I say this because I go through a lot of band websites looking for information about stuff, merch, what have you, and I generally hit like a merch wall pretty fast. And somebody like Corn, they have definitely merched out more than some. You know, they got the Corn Coffee, you know, they have the right. Adidas line, but it all kind yeah. of makes sense. And I've never Which really I tried to get some of, and it was impossible. With the Adidas set or the corn coffee? Yeah, the the Adidas set. The Adidas set, yeah. I tried to score uh, a shirt and some shoes and one of the hoodies just to see if I could get anything. Mm-hmm. Goose egg. Good old yeah. nothing. Yeah. But, uh, but at the same time, though, that makes sense, though. The Adidas line makes sense. The corn coffee, while it seemed slightly absurd, it still it took me like a second. I was like with it. I went into the accessory section of alienantfarmstore.com, and let me tell you, powerful. If, if you need a plush blanket with the Alien Ant Farm logo on it, you got it. A bar glass, you got it. A frosted glass beer mug, you got it. How about a stemless wine glass, Matt? You got it. How about a ceramic mug? You got it. All right. You're saying, Lauren, this all seems pretty much cups, branded cups, big whoop. How about an Alien Ant Farm grinder for your weed? How about an Alien Ant Farm stash pouch? How about an AirPods case cover? How about Alien Ant Farm car mats? You get two, they're 50 bucks. You can get them. Let people know when they hop in your car. Oh, shit. You done with the farm? You done with the farm? You done with the Listen, let's say you have some guests over, Matt, all right? And they're like, right. and you know, and I've been to your home, beautiful home. And oh, thank you. they say, you know what? Can I use your restroom real quick? And you say, absolutely. And they go in. Of course. They shut the door and they look down mm-hmm. and they see your memory foam bath mat with Alien Ant Farm written across it. <laughs> they're going to let you know. 
You're down on the hey. farm. You're down with the farm. No shit. No joke. Uh-huh. I should get it as a joke. And then put it on the, the, the floor in the bathroom. Uh-huh. And see how long it takes my wife to be like, how much did you buy this for? <laughs> well, what you should wife. do, Matt, what you should do, Matt, is you should put that down in there. And she'll come in and she'll see it. And she'll go, Matt, what is this? And you go back and you go, what? And as she's doing that, you reach up to your shower curtain and you open up to unveil the polyester Alien Ant Farm shower curtain, which you can get for $60 on Alien Ant Farm store. Okay. Then, then she's going to be furious. Okay. She's going to be so mad. Yeah, she's not going to be happy at all. She's going to be really mad. You're like, listen, listen, you seem upset and you're late for work. Here's your lunch. And then hand her her Alien Ant Farm branded lunch bag for $40. She's yep. now so mad. She's furious. She's blowing up. And you're like, is it because of what I made you? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you happier. Don't worry. Then you turn Why around. You come downstairs in the basement where instead of this black curtain behind me, it's an Alien Ant Farm tapestry for $60. Yeah. But she's like, now she's like, literally steam is coming out. Her eyes are melting out of her socks. She's so furious. And you're like, you know what, honey? Let me, let me just make something for you. You know, let me just make you a quick meal. Then you put on your Alien Ant Farm Anthology apron, which also is $40, same as lunch bag. And at that point, unfortunately, she may stab you to death. With the Alien Ant Farm pen knife. I don't know if that's in there, but I can say that you can definitely make her sandwich on the Alien Ant Farm glass cutting board, uh, which is $25. I uh, I want to stress I'm not making up any of these items. There's an Alien Ant Farm fanny pack, which I think is really good. Ooh, ping pong balls, branded with Alien Ant Farm logo. This one I really like. Alien Ant Farm sneakers. These are branded mm-hmm. with the Alien Ant Farm really? logo. $120. So good. So good. Matt, you don't have any pets, correct? Correct. Time to get one so you can put on the pet bandana collar that says Alien Ant Farm, baby. That's the one you need. You know what? After a long day of working, you know, Catherine's going to come home. She's like, can we just unwind? And you said, you know what's a fun thing to do? Relax. Is to put together a puzzle. And you pull out the Alien Ant Farm puzzle, which is the logo of the front cover of Anthology. She will, of course, love that. Or she won't. She'll kill you. You can get but, all uh, of these. But when she goes to jail mm-hmm. for murdering me, yes. in my will, I will have left her uh, global AAF postcards <laughs> <laughs> for her to write the family from jail. Uh, that's beautiful. Yeah, so you can get all that. Oh, and then also, Matt, young Rosemary, yeah, she's going to be going off to school soon. Oh, yeah. She, and she, yeah. She's in kindergarten as we speak. Yeah. So first grade's right around the corner. And she's going to come to you and she's going to say, Papa. And you'll be like, Papa. yes. And, she, and she'll, she's probably going to name some character that she wants on her backpack. Of course know. she will. You know, Peppa the Pig, Bluey. Loves both. Loves both of those. And you're going to say, unfortunately, you're getting neither. I have you gotten you an alien ant farm backpack. They are a new metal band, sort of, kind of, from the early 2000s. Where are you going? I love you. Once again, this is also real. All real. Alienantfarmstore.com. You could uh, do the funniest thing in the whole world on this website. And also help Alien Ant Farm pay their mortgage. Um, and put food directly on their family. Directly. So thank you everybody who let us know about that. Alien Ant Farm, welcome back. Moving on. Matt. Dot org. It's 2024. We did it. We did it. And 
it's just the start of the year. It's January. Things are just warming up. People yep. are announcing tours. And a big-ass tour just got announced, Matt. So, Lauren, the biggest tour announced last year that is happening this summer is what? It's Loserville with Limp Bizkit. Now, I know Jenny is going. And I'm, I know you are going. I'm going. I and you know that I am going. You're going. But beautiful Roach Riders, beautiful Indigo Angels. My wife is coming. <laughs> Whoa! This is breaking news. Breaking. Breaking news. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Matt. This is yeah. huge. Well, okay. Well, this is perfect segue then to talk about this event, which will be taking place all summer. It may be coming to your town, but it is also playing at, I almost called it the wrong name, Pine Knob in beautiful mm-hmm. Clarkson, Michigan, July 23rd. You've heard who's going to be there on the set list. You've heard who's going to be in the crowd. Roach Coach is going to be there repping. Plus, Mitch is going to be there. So oh, you're yeah. going to have that aspect of things. A lot of significant others, others? are going to be. <laughs> oh, well done, Matt. Why not Why not see some Roach Riders and Indigo Angels there too? Why not turn this into the Roach Coach meetup of 2024? If you're in the area, Clarkson, Michigan, we're going to be on the lawn, baby. Find us. We want to do it. We want to do a mega meetup. Let's get all these Roach Riders together to see the boys. We're going to be on the lawn, which means we're going to have team fries, which means we're probably going to have an overpriced burger. Oh, yeah. We have a fun beverage, and we're going to have good vibes because it's LB, baby. The riff. The riff. The riff in person. Yeah, we're definitely going to have a beer that I'm going to have to like have them check my credit score to get. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. That's definitely going to happen. A hamburger of which I will have to get a second job to pay for. Mm-hmm. And yeah, actually, I should probably get the first job. Get Goo. one. Yeah, get the first job, Matt. Well, here's the thing, Matt. I know you've been job hunting. When you go into these interviews, I think it's really important that you mention <clears> them <throat> that you're going to go see a concert at Pine Knob this summer, and you want to be able to afford the concessions. And that's because yeah. that's what they're going to say. What's what type of salary are you looking for? And you're going to go, well, I'd like to afford the concession. Really like pine knob concession money. And they're like, oh, we don't pay that much. Mm. Yeah, nobody really does. But no, yeah, but nobody we, does. We want to see as many road riders in the Angels. We're going to be talking about this all spring, all winter, yeah. all spring, right up to it. So we hope to see you there. Between this and the Patreon, get ready to hit that 10 seconds forward button. There you go, baby. But Matt. Not only is that tour happening, but another tour has been announced. Which one? It's the Candy Ass 25th Anniversary Tour featuring Cold and Orgy. Love it. Love it. Where are they playing? Matt, they're playing everywhere because Cold and Orgy are road dogs. But I want to read to you. I want to read to you. Jay Gordon and Scooter put out statements in regards to this. I love this. Jay Gordon said... Hey guys, I'm excited to announce our upcoming tour with Orgy, Cold, Horizon Theory, and Ayatoya. We will be heading out in April and May, so make sure to get your tickets early so you get a chance to come check all of us out. 
It's been a minute since Orgy has done a full tour, so I couldn't be happier about it. We'll be playing new songs as well as tons of your favorite classic Orgy songs as we have just released both Candy Ass and Vapor Transmission on vinyl. What? That's right, Matt. Right now, Matt Nas, who's never, ever truly considered Orgy, is currently going to probably vinyl.com and just seeing how much the candy ass 25th <laughs> vinyl.com vinyl.org vinyl.net vinyl. it's the sound of vinyl.com thank sound you very of much vinyl. okay all right i'm sorry everyone in the band is crazy excited about the tour so i can assure you it will be well worth the price of admission hope to see you all at the shows peace and love so Jay Gordon, doing the good sell. I think he really sold it there. Listen, people showing up, they're going to want those Candy S songs. Uh, Vapor Transmission songs, sure. Uh, but the Candy S songs is what they're really been showing up for. Mm-hmm. Scooter, not to be outdone, also put out a statement. He said, Cold is excited to be back out on the road with Orgy this spring on our co-headline tour for their anniversary of the album Candy S. That album has always been a staple record for an era of music that changed the landscape for things to come in our genre. Looking forward to being a part of the celebration. Listen, when you write from the heart, you can feel it, okay? So <laughs> <laughs> when you write from the pen of a of the chat GPT, it comes right through. Orgy, super pumped to be there. Cold. They're ready to come to your town. And you might see them where they're playing. Well, I'm not going to read every set, but I will say that they are playing through April and May of 2024, and they are playing just about every day of both of those months. Some of the key cities that they're playing, Flint, Michigan, on April 12th at the Machine Shop. It's a no-brainer, I'd say. You definitely wow. got to go to that. You got to go. Cole's going to do Supergirl. Orgy's going to do Stitches. What more do you need? What more do you need? Other places they're playing. They're going to play the Black Sheep in, in Colorado Springs, Colorado. They're going to play the Bossa Nova Ballroom in Portland, Oregon on 420. You know that's going to be a smoked out show. You know it is. Smoked out. They're going to play the Whiskey A Go-Go in West Hollywood. They're going to play the Observatory in Santa Ana. They're going to play the Paper Tiger in San Antonio, Texas. They're going to play Legacy in Tallahassee, Florida. They're going to play Hangar 1819 in Greensboro, North Carolina. Main Gate Nightclub in Allentown, Pennsylvania. It's happening. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Are they going to play Jurgles in Warrendale, Pennsylvania? You fucking bet, bet your they ass are. they are. <laughs> you bet they are. And are they going to close out the tour at the Turf Club in St. Paul, Minnesota? I hope so. You fucking bet on it. Orgy, cold. They're going on the road. They're celebrating. You heard it. For Jay Gordon, they're celebrating a legacy, a classic record. For Cold, they're excited to celebrate a record that was made by people they know. (laughs) That Scooter quote is amazing. It is amazing. Matt, we've got to talk about us for a minute. We've got to bring it back. Because we've got to talk about who's reviewing us. Who is? Uh, Matt, we got a review on Apple Podcasts from JP Bar 4 The headline of this review... Keep it rolling, baby. Keep it rolling, baby. Five stars. I said, oh, this Love review that. is so good. Can this review get any better? The review, simply metal fingers emoji. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I need. And Matt, that did make me wonder, where do we stand on the Cottonmouth Kings 
420, Puff Puss Pass, whatever we're calling it. I don't even remember what it's yeah. called. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a great question, Lauren. Okay, Matt. Let's right. see. You move on to the next one, and I'll see if I can pull up. I can tell you right now, over on iTunes. Yeah. 206 American reviews. Over on Spotify, 162 ratings on Spotify. Wow. We're close, then. We're, we're pretty close. close. We're pretty close. Do we have an exact number? We don't, but we're pretty close. So if you want us to review... A, well, how many did you just say? Uh, 206 plus 162. Okay. So that's uh, 368 right now. And I'll be right back with more numbers in, okay. in just a moment. While Matt gets those numbers... Let's go into who's emailing. Who's emailing? We got an email from Jeff B. The subject, hundo. Hundo. I wanted to say I made it through the first 100 episodes of the pod, making my way through the canon as I listen to new episodes. I love the show and trying my best to make it to the Juggalo Hundo. So many great albums. Also, bless you guys for listening to some real bad shit. Videotrone. Love the Roach Coach Riders and the Indigo Angels. Wanted to check in on how the Fart Monster and Charles Mansion are doing. Charles Mansion. Charles Mansion, still going strong, living in his parents' basement, working at the Blockbuster video that's down there. Fart Monster will say a character that has not had the same legs as as Charles Mansion. That's um, true. Fart Monster, I, I don't even know if I recall um, his, his main attributes, the Fart Monster. Is he just a monster I believe it was... I believe he's a monster that farts. Yes. Okay. All right. Can't believe you didn't do more with that guy. <laughs> so to answer your question, Jeff, Charles Manchin, doing great. Farm Monster, not so much. Uh, but thank you for writing in. We appreciate it. And uh, keep on trucking along. If you're at the Juggalo Hundo, you have many years to go. Derek Wolowski wrote us an email. The subject, one last banger to close out the year. So this is an email he sent right at the tail end of 2023. Ooh. Yes. He said, what up, coach? I hope all is well. I just wanted to say that you've done an incredible job this year. The show keeps getting better, and I'm loving all the additional video content. I was sad when the Indigo Angel left, but happy to see she makes a guest appearance every now and then. All your new guests have been great, and I'm still hoping for the day when Wes makes an appearance. Us, too. Anyways, I came across a banger so insane that I couldn't help but share. The band is called Throne, and the song is On the Verge. And I included a link. The song absolutely crushes, and I think the Roach Riders and Indigo Angels will love it. Keep on rolling, baby. You're Keep local, on rolling, baby. Your loyal Roach Rider for life, Derek Wolowski. Thank you, Derek. Throne. Good band name. Like that. Yeah. And the song's going to hear some Throne? I want to hear the some I want to hear some Throne. Here we go. Trying to get a fight. 
wow, that song, that song. The thing is, I was like, dude, hold up a second. He seems, and I don't know this man, all right? I don't know the okay. lead singer of Throne, who I'm going to call. He's not your family. He's not my family, so I'm going to guess his name is something like Rick Throne, okay? Whatever his name may be, whoever he is, on this song, Basin's vocal performance, if you were to interrupt him or bumped into him, he would stab you five times. He'd do the stab, stab, Easily. stab move. He did, and you'd be like, ah, and you'd be, it'd be over for you because you made the mistake. Don't interrupt this man. He's going in, okay? He's going in. He may constantly be going in. Let him. Do not get in his way. Throne, your Ripper City. Population, I love it. And uh, I want to hear more. Population, I love it. Listen, that's how I do the census, and that's why it doesn't make any sense. That's why they got to have professionals do it. I love it. It's great. Matt, how are you feeling about Throne? I'm loving that. I mean, it has all the boops and beeps I like, followed by just pure aggression. It's pretty great. Pretty great. Pretty great. Pretty great. I'm going to say right now, I'm going to look up more on Throne. Uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. put them on the long list. I'm also going to put them on the watch list, but only for my own personal safety. Just putting that out there. Ooh. All right. I like that. Don't come for me, Rick Throne, or whatever. I, I don't remember the name I gave him. But uh, Derek, you're right. That was fucking amazing. Well done. Well done. Matt, we did an episode this year mm. with Hotline TNT. We did. It was a sensation. Took over the internet. People couldn't stop talking about it. Uh, because we were talking about Linkin Park's One More Light. That is correct. A record that is truly confounding to this day. To this day. It's it's a weird one. It's a weird one. And we got some feedback from it, Matt. Over on Facebook, Austin Counts said, Kind of wild to imagine what would have happened with Linkin Park if they did carry on. And with Sick New World and where New Metal is at now. I could have seen them possibly mm. doing a Papa Roach and going back to a New Metal sound. Or would they have eventually just broken up? Gone an even weirder route? Who knows? What's really wild is hearing clips of these songs and thinking this same band once played Ozfest. Wow. It's very true. It's very true. And that is that is what happens when you listen to that record. It's just so... It's Listen, you thought it was crazy for you. Just imagine it for us listening to it three times right that was pretty crazy that was that was the craziest sasha said amazing how dated something only seven years old can sound hoping this doesn't hoping this doesn't inspire the coach to enter their wide brim hat era what are you thinking you thinking about joining the uh wide brim hat squad there you know matt so you know i just had a birthday just turned 42 and happy birthday buddy thank thank you so much and when you're getting older you know people start saying like hey maybe now it's time to retire one thing bring in something else and the thing is Mm -hmm. that i looked up some of these wide brim hats matt and i am Mm -hmm. not in an economic position to purchase them uh, really? They are just too expensive, Matt. These hats. They are How much are these hats? They're expensive. The nice ones, you can get a shit one anywhere. But if you want a nice one, like a true nice one that's going to have firm brim action and also is going to make you look like a fucking idiot, you got to pay out. Well, I right? mean, looking like an idiot costs all the money. It does. It really does. I am a little disappointed that the boys in AlienAntFarmStore.com did not have any floppy hat uh, wide brim hats to pick from. I really mm. think Alien Ant Farm logo right across the top of a wide brim hat is uh, is money in the bank. 
Um, I think so too. So something to think about. So, so Sasha, do not worry. We are not entering our wide brim hat era. No, we are firmly in. Uh, we're we're in the packed era. If you head over to Patreon.com/slash/RoachCoachPodcast, where we are doing episodes all about the pack. That's right, albums that make you question whether or not you need to make a pact with your friends to get laid or cut your dick off. That's what era Roach Coach is in. Yep, uh, premiering in February. We have absolutely uh, launched Gavin Rosdale. That is live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super cool. Patreon.com slash Roach Coach Podcast. Sign up. Get those exclusive apps and find out whether or not you're in the pact. Steven Mazinski wrote in and said, I've always been rather puzzled by this record. However, if you think about it, Linkin Park has always had strong pop elements. This may just be the end product of what happens when you take the pop element and distill it to the nth degree while also trying to keep up with the kids. Always viewed this as Chester's bizarre epitaph, even if it was mostly written by Shinoda. Also, this wasn't the first time they performed with a female if you count the My December remix from Reanimation featuring Kelly Dayton slash Allie of the Sneaker Pimps, another head-scratcher, LOL. Steven, you just did the work. The fucking work, You just did the work, man. You put on the spectacles, you put on the headlamp, and you went in. You went digging, all right, to find that information. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Alex Pozuelo said, this is an odd choice, especially since there's absolutely nothing new metal about this album. You guys skipped the hunting party to get to this album? Why? All right. Alex was not the yep. only person to say this to us, and I just want to set the record straight, okay? We skipped to this album because the nice man from Hotline TNT said he wanted to do it. But do not worry. We are going to do the other albums. We're going to hop back. We're going to do them all, okay? And as you know, we do basically these big artists one album a year. So see you in 2025. There you go. The coach promise. Uh, that is. Ben Rice wrote in, and he said, Lauren, your son is totally normal. Thank you. Thank you. Freak Thank show you. fucking sucks compared to other Silverchair <laughs> albums. I love it. Amazing. I love it. Amazing work, Ben. Amazing work. Listen, I'll have you know that it wasn't just Freak Show that I played for my son, my silver chair. I also did play him Neon Ballroom, and I also tried to play him um, the one with uh, straight lines on it. And he wasn't having any of them, okay? So I, I did I did try to play not just Freak Show, okay? Which has abused me on it, which is honestly probably the best silver chair song. Just putting it out there. Wow. Abuse Me is beautiful. It's a beautiful song. Over on Instagram... The Phantom Knot said that uh, saw Hotline TNT at Sound and Fury last year was a bit of a relative outlier compared to bands that were there like Trapped Under Ice, Fugitive, and even Gridiron. Not really new, but hard riffs and solid rapping you guys might like. Oh, thank you. They were in a cool down spot after heavy hardcore and before death metal where people can relax from moshing. Definitely established a vibe that I liked. Cool. That's great. I love it. Chad Radical said, I was filled with joy for the first 10 minutes of this podcast as this was, quote, the last Linkin Park album. Then I heard that we had broken chronological order and there were still three LP albums that would need to be reviewed. Crestfallen. This band was always garbage. Chad, really a real journey here. Real journey here. He's like, you skipped three Linkin Park records? How dare you? By the way, I hate Linkin Park. That's great. (laughs) Amazing. As I just- 
That's how it's done. That's how it's done. Well, Chad Radical, he's a A plus poster. As I just said, Chad, do not worry. In twenty twenty five, we're gonna do another one. We're not done with the we're not done with the LP. Okay? We're not done. We're not done. Aqua Teen Pod said, you know there had to be one guy in the band who knew this sucked ass. We believe his name was Mike Shinoda. Mike Shinoda did tweet about it, but if we if we were to say if Mike Shinoda's gonna walk that back, he's gonna, hey, I was just kidding around. I'm gonna say Phoenix definitely knew. Hundred percent. Phoenix was definitely sitting there like, what are we doing? What's going on here? What's wow. Going on? What's going on here? And finally, Dave Fogarty said, This is my first time listening to any of this album. My God, it sucks balls. My God, it's all stars. Indeed. <laughs> it's all stars, and this album, it sucks balls. Uh, it sucks balls. Thank are you. Are you ready? Am I ready? Oh, do you have the numbers, Matt? We are three reviews away from. <laughs> no! What? <laughs> three reviews. Three reviews. We're sitting at 417 right now. Un believable how wow all right everybody there you have it we are three reviews away which is i'm gonna say um about 15 uh, i don't even know I'm, i was not prepared for this number uh no, i was not prepared for this number either so all that means is uh are we gonna take edibles and listen to the fucking cottonmouth kings that i don't think gonna... this, i don't think this episode would be listenable if we did that but uh we are three reviews away from making our 420. What is the name of this? What is the name? What did we call it? The Cottonmouth. I'll find it. The Cottonmouth 420. Whatever it is, when we get 420 reviews, which apparently we're three away from, we will do an episode all about the Cottonmouth Kings. I don't know what ep- album. I don't think we picked an album. We'll do an album and we'll talk about it and we'll see who we can finagle into that one. Wow. Was not prepared for that. I thought you were going to come back to me and be like, we got about 30 to go or 50 to go or 70 to go. I was not prepared for three. Uh, nope. Unbelievable. Incredible. <sighs> this episode, chock-a-block with surprises. Chock-a-block. Matt, chock-a-block. Matt, there's only one way to close out an episode of Roach Coach. That's true. And that only is one way. Vandals Can Handles Part 2. The Rise of the Roach. Oh, he's still got it. Listen, you can't, sickness can't stop Matt Nas. It can't no stop him. You can't stop him, baby. No way. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, we've heard so uh, many. <laughs> <laughs> doing great. He's doing great. Um, Eric Van. Ready to record two more episodes this weekend. That's right, Matt. You're gonna you're gonna bounce back. You're gonna bounce back. Eric Vandal has sent us so many rippers to check out on this list. This week, we are listening, we're listening to the band Straight Face. This is from their album, Pulling Teeth. This song is called Happy.
that boy is screeching for his GD life. He make is the stankiest face you can make. He is. I I am feel like he's like I need my throat to be in shreds. My throat needs to look like shredded carnitas. Like I just need to go in so hard on my throat. There can't be any throat left. When people look at me, they need to just see like a gaping wound where my throat used to be. That's what I hear for that. Like he sounds like he has spent all weekend screaming and then they were like, time to record. And he was like, yeah, that's great. Let's get in there. Time to make a record. Let's get in there, baby. Do you want some water? No way. Let's get in there. I don't need no water. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's great. If I were to give a note, if I were to give a note, mm. intro's a little long. But considering the state of his throat, he probably was like, give me another second. Give, give me another second. And then they were probably like, you got to start singing now or there's, we're going to be done with the song. And then he was like, yeah, baby. So um, I think I figured out, and this is uh, this is me changing the topic. Yeah. I think I figured out why we weren't so quick to come up with the name of the 420 reviews. Oh, yeah, Matt. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because we introduced that uh, as a feature on March 23rd, 2022. 2022. What, yeah. Who even were we in 2022? Locked inside COVID fatalities. What? Don't no, cut that. That's terrible. No, I mean, no, I mean, yeah, March. We were locked inside. Were we, we were locked inside crazy. in 2022? March 2022? March Maybe. 20, no, March 2022. We we vaccinated, baby. We're out. Are we, are we out? We're out. At that point? Yeah. At that point, I guess. Listen, yeah, we are listen I, look at, I look at it as like, did I see Fast 9? If I saw Ooh. Fast 9, then I know that I was vaccinated. Because that was my big like, I'm vaxxed, baby. I'm going to a movie theater. 2022. Wow. Well, now here we are. Three reviews away. Yep. And, and and you just heard. All you have to do, you just have to say five stars, metal fingers. But you can also write something more. Either way. And listen, we count them all. Or Don't you could just go to Spotify and hit the, the, the review five star or whatever it is. You could do that too, but that's not as fun. But you could do that as too. Uh, you could do that as well. Either way, we're so close to do it. Matt, what's the name of it? Oh, you, we didn't write it. Oh, we didn't write but it. But we put Cottonmouth420. All right. <laughs> Well, you know, before then and now, I'll see if we can figure out what it is. You know, I mean, Jenny might remember what it was. Who knows? But there you have it. Eric Vandal, you did it again. Or as the guy in straight face might say, you did it again. You did it again. Oh, man. I don't know how that guy does it. Wow. Props to him. We got more to go on this list. There's more. Don't worry. There's more rippers on this one. There's more to come. Now you're just having the best time of your I'm life. Just, I'm loving this guy. I'm loving this guy. I love it. But that does bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello to us online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. We're Roach Coach and all those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And mm-hmm. uh, until next time, Matt, 
Thank you. Lauren, thank you. Roachriders and Indigo Angels. Thank you. Bye-bye.